Good morning, it's Pastor Mary. The title of the message this morning is The Call to Character, and it's lesson number 27 from the, I guess that's the Old Testament lessons. But I've titled it myself today, Decide Today to Always Do What is Right. Trust God to help you make right decisions. The scripture this morning comes from Daniel. Have you read Daniel? It's really good. Daniel. Uh, he has some prophecies and, and things in uh, Daniel all into the book, you know, that uh, he just believed in God and some wonderful things. I think even one of them, you know, the the vision and the the thing that was revealed to him was so strong, you know, it, he was human and uh, uh, he, he suffered through some things to get these things revealed to him from the Lord. You know, we're just human bodies, but God is spiritual and God's very powerful. Whew. And when that spirit of the Lord comes on you, it might scare you a little bit. Uh, some of the things that uh, God will reveal to you or show to you. Uh, but I believe it's as we grow in the Spirit of the Lord that we learn things of God and God reveals things to us. And when those spiritual things are more revealed to us, maybe it does scare us a little bit like a little kid learning how to do something. Maybe it does scare us a little bit, but then we get used to it. And then we keep on growing and we just, we're used to that now and it doesn't scare us anymore. Now we're just moving on to something else and we'll learn that. Maybe it'll scare a little bit when we get used to that and then we'll learn that and then we'll go on to something else. Uh, God expects us to grow, right? If a child is born and it stays a little baby or it stays a little kid, we call it what? We call it, it has something wrong with it. If it's mine, never grows up. And, and uh, I'm sure there's words that I could use that aren't too nice words, but uh, the things that ha- we will say in the community. But uh, if a child never grows up if, and they have those problems, you know, we, we don't call that right, right? Well, when you're in the spirit of the Lord, when you're following Jesus Christ, you have to learn those things that keep you getting older, keeping you growing in Jesus Christ. Maybe... Maybe people try to uh, tell you certain things about your relationship with Jesus. Say, well, I never did anything like that. And we don't do that at our church. You know, maybe I've, I've heard people talk about, well, maybe they're not a raising hand kind of church. Or maybe they're not a praising the Lord kind of church. But it's whatever they're comfortable with. Don't listen to what people tell you should be your relationship with Jesus Christ. You have a relationship with Jesus, just you and him. And he'll reveal those things to you that are right or wrong. So the today's message says to decide today to always do what is right. Trust God to help you make right decisions. It spoke to me. This message speaks to me in that, you know, I think, well, I'm a Christian. I can just live a Christian life and I'll be all right. I even need God to help me live the Christian life. Everything that you go to do when you're a Christian, you still need God's help, right? Um, I was going to maybe try to use some examples, but I, I won't talk about it, about examples of letting God lead you. But we're, going, we're talking about growing in the Lord, and the Lord will lead you. So let me get into the message this morning. Have you ever gotten completely lost? 
Now, I, I don't know if y'all have heard me talk about Brolin to take me on trips. And when we were younger, if we didn't get lost, we weren't on a trip. We always got lost. I told him, I said, I don't know how we lived before we had GPS. Now you just type it in your GPS and you get there. And uh, we followed a truck and he turned down here at Doc Jones's uh, store. And he turned and went up that hill, went through Austinville up Newtown and through there. And we just thought, boy, he's, I don't know where he's going because he's just made a big circle. And I just laughed and I said, probably Google. Google got him to go, instead of going on down 52 to make it to Popper Camp, Google took him up around our house, around past the post office in Austinville and everything, take him back to 52. I don't know. I don't know where he was going. Maybe he knew where he was going, but I was like, well, why would you even go that way to go back to Popper Camp? Because it doesn't make any sense. It's a long way around, right? Tractor and trailer, too. But um, sometimes you can get completely lost and if you spend your energy looking to cast blame on somebody because you got lost, instead of getting the help that you need, you may never find your way. That's what this lesson is saying this morning. When it comes to finding the road to righteousness in this unholy world, just like a mixed up driver, the world is pointing us in every direction except the way of holiness. But how can a Christian ever hope to have a clean life? Daniel became firmly grounded in the way of the Lord through his family upbringing. That foundation enabled him to stand up for the righteousness when all seemed hopeless. When Daniel was taken away to Babylon as a slave, he lost his family, his beloved homeland, and the political freedom to worship the God of Israel. Could Daniel continue serving God in a strange nation full of worthless idols? Could he stand up for what was right under extreme pressure? Daniel could and did. By the grace of God. If Daniel could live a clean life under extreme pressure, we can live by the empowering work of the Holy Spirit. God helps me to live a clean life. This means that God helps us to live a life that is free from the messiness of sin. He helps us to do what's right. He loves us and he loves to help us. It is about being clean in the way you think, in the way you talk, in the way you act. God wants to help you think clean thoughts, say clean words, and choose clean actions. Y'all, Daniel was taken away from everything he'd ever known. But even as a kid in Israel, he had learned about the Lord. And he put his heart to that. As a kid, I've learned about Jesus Christ and my heart is to Jesus Christ. So if man tries to change anything around me, I still stay firmly grounded in what I believe in. Now, open up your Bibles this week and read Daniel, the first chapter. The scripture is going to come from verses 1 through 12. But read Daniel, that first chapter. They, they took him out of his country. They brought him into another country. He's a slave. He's ordered to eat a certain food. But Daniel, he says, I don't know if this food is being offered to idols. And, and he knew in his heart he believed in God. And he didn't want to be, you know, doing something about idols. That was something strange for him. He, he didn't want to participate in this. And, you know, in case that they had done the food. So he went to that man over him and he said, um, we're children of Israel. We're Jewish. Don't make us eat this food. Give us just a simple Diet, And the man said, well, I can't do that because if you start looking bad, then those over me are going to, they're going to punish me for you not looking healthy and staying in good shape. 
And Daniel said, well, try us for 10 days. Try us for 10 days. And it ended up that what they gave Daniel that he requested to be at honor with his Lord, he wanted that God even cares about your diet. He cares about what you even eat. If you're eating it and you're saying it, I'm doing this because I'm doing this to the Lord. I'm not going to participate in idol worship and eating the food that they have set there. Even though that food may have looked better to Daniel, it may have looked tastier to him. He chose the way of the Lord and the Lord backed him up in it. The Lord gave him strength to, to do that. After the 10 days, Daniel and all those that ate with him looked better than any of the other people. They looked healthier. And, and so the, the man that was over them said, all right, then we'll just keep on giving you. I think it was something like pulse or something. I don't know. Anyway, it was something. It wasn't the fancy food that they were serving because they offered it to idols. It was just a, a plain food that would get you through, you know, food and water. You, you eat it and be good. But Daniel stood up for that because it was part of his faith, right? Sometimes... You may get in a situation, well, everybody else was eating the food. Daniel got captured. He was there. The people over him were making him do that. But he still trusted in God. And he relied totally on the Lord to get him the right food and help him to do better. And and isn't it amazing? They tried it. They tested him in it. Let's see if this... Just this little bit of food and this water will be all right. Will he be able to do his job? You know, things like that. But Daniel stood firm in his faith in Jesus Christ. He, it, it starts out in Daniel chapter 1. That's how Daniel lived. He lived his whole life like that. I'm going to serve the Lord. I have learned the things that the Lord requires for me to do. And that's what I'm going to do. You may tell me that I can't do those. Or you're going to run over me or tell me what I can do or can't do. I'm not going to do those things. I'm going to keep doing what the Lord has told me I can do. And I'm going to totally rely on God to provide that for me. I don't know the scripture to quote it this morning, but it says, The gates of hell will not prevail against God's church. You're learning in church. The word of God is going out. It is affecting people's lives. People's lives are changing. They're learning about Jesus. And it matters to them. And we're standing strong in our faith. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And that Jesus, when we accept Him as Lord and Savior, He comes into our lives. He comes into our hearts. And if we know something is wrong, but we say, well, I'll just go ahead and participate in it because everybody else is doing it. And if I don't do it, I'm going to get in trouble. It's not going to look good for me because I'm going to get in trouble because I'm not doing what everybody else is It's acceptable or the rules have changed and this is what they want me to do. You still got to stand up for Jesus Christ. You, you got to know that God is more powerful than anything around us and that he'll take care of those things just like he did for Daniel. Let me tell you a breakdown here. This is the scripture in this part of the lesson. Let me tell you the story. Daniel, he lived in the country of Judah. He was taught to worship and obey the one true God. You got to get that in your heart. I can't work it out for you. I can't go into the situation for you and stand up for you. Because I would if I knew I am praying for you. I am. Your life matters to me and that I am praying for your good. But I can't be there every second of your life and make decisions for you. But when it comes to decisions that you make, remember that you are taught 
to worship and obey the one true God. Get into the Word of God. Study it. Find out what God says to do and do that. Do the right thing. Always doing the right thing. Don't participate in the wrong. But here you go. So Daniel, he tried to live in the country of Judah. He was taught to worship and obey the one true God. But one day, the army of Babylon raided Judah and took many people away as slaves. Daniel was one of the slaves who was marched to the land of Babylon. In Babylon, people worshipped idol gods. They did not believe in the one true God that Daniel served. Because Daniel was healthy, handsome, smart, wise, and educated, he was chosen to serve the king. Daniel was given a new name, Belshazzar, in honor of one of the Babylonian gods. Daniel determined in his heart that he would never worship Babylon's false gods. You determine it in your heart today that doesn't matter how they set up anything in America or around the world. You're going to worship the one true God. You're not going to worship any false gods, any false idols. You know who God is. You're his child and you're going to worship only him. You're going to do those things that are right according to him. Back to the story. Some of the foods eaten in Babylon were against God's health laws. Also, those foods may have been offered to idols because they were brought to people to eat. What would Daniel do? How could he live clean, a clean life in Babylon when the king commanded him to break God's laws? When Daniel's first request was denied, he had a different ideal. After ten days of eating vegetables and water, Daniel and his young friends looked healthier than the young men who had been served food from the royal palace. So Daniel was allowed to continue eating the right food, and God raised him up to be a special advisor for the king. It pays to live a clean life. I'm going to say this. Maybe you won't agree with me. But I tell you, sometimes you stand up for what you believe in and you speak and you say, I just don't believe in that stuff. I believe in in Jesus Christ. I believe in it this way. And you'll be amazed at the people that will stand up with you. They were quiet too. But they still had the same thoughts in their head and they thought the same thing. But it took you to stand up and say, I believe in this. I'm not going to follow any false gods. I'm not going to listen to any false teaching. I'm going to trust the one true living God. When you stand up for that, other people will stand up with you. Sometimes it takes you to stand up. They need you to lead them. They need you to speak up, to open up your mouth and say... There is a living God. I'm not going to do wrong. I'm going to only do what is right according to God. You know, people get it mixed up. Sometimes we're human. We just have that little brain. And I told my husband this morning where mine is in my big toe. I even showed him. I said, here, look at my big toe. I turned my brain. I turned my brain. My big toe. We're human. We don't. We can't think of everything from the universe. How God has worked out everything, and how He has everything just fall right in place. I don't know how God does it, but He does it. It just falls right in place. Just as easy when God does things. You just trust God that even though everybody around you might be doing what's wrong, you do what's right. You stand up for what's right. And I'm guaranteeing you that there is somebody around you that when you stand up for what's right, they're going to stand up too. They were just waiting on somebody else to make it. Wasn't there some friends of Daniel? Daniel had some friends. It wasn't only him that changed the food. 
He was with his friends and ended up being healthier than everybody else. See, his friends went along with him, right? When you stand up for what you believe in and you say, I'm not going to participate in that. That's not in the Word of God. That's not how it's written. That's not how God taught me. And I know I've been taught right. Don't you all know? That when you, as a little kid, you stood under somebody and they had the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon them. And I'm telling you, back in them days, maybe things looked a little different, but praise God, the Word of God was still the same then and it's still the same today. We just live a little bit differently in 2020. Guess what? In 2050, when whoever's here they'll live a little different then too praise God the word will come across and be the same in 2050 as it is in 2020 but you gotta stand up for what is right you gotta determine in your heart do you know that do you know that people can push you around and just put any old thing on you if all you say is oh okay it sounds alright you, you act like you know what you're talking about let's do what you're talking about and follow them, they'll let you follow them. They're wrong. They don't care if they're wrong. They don't care if you're wrong with them. And I've told you this before. Let me tell you again. Somebody will get you to participate in something. And you'll go along with them and agree with them. And guess what? When that decision is wrong and it affects your life and it tears you up and it tears you down, they're long gone. They are gone. And there you stand. Well, I made that decision because of them. And they ain't even over here anymore. They're gone. They're long gone. They don't care about that they told me wrong. They don't care about that I followed what they said. And I thought they were right. And they were wrong. You get into the Word of God and you find out. If you've got a question. Now, it's good to ask me. I'm Pastor Mary. And I'll study with you. I've had people ask me that. Explain this to me. And I say, well, let's look into the Word of God. God hasn't opened up my brain and he said, and said, this is the whole Bible. Let me explain it to you. And anybody asks you a question, we'll just, I, I just let it pop right out of your mouth. No, every human is the same way. You get into the word of God and you say, I want to find out what does God say about this? I want to know what God says. And you get into the Word of God. Come to Pastor Mary. That's all right. I'll answer your questions as best as I can. And I'll study with you. Because when we get into the Word of God and we find out what God says. Because humans sometimes, and I'll do it myself. Sometimes I'll mean to say it one way and it'll come out of my mouth some other way. Or I'll think I'm just talking about something and somebody will take that and use it for something else. And I meant it for something else. We're human. Those things happen. But let's get into the Word of God and find out what the Word of God says. Stand on Daniel right there. Daniel said, I'm only going to, I am not going to eat this food that is, has been given to idols. I'm not going to eat it. It's not right. I've learned what God told me my whole life and that's not right and I'm not going to do it. He had to stand firm. You know, you think today, oh, well, that's just Daniel. He just, you know... He just didn't eat the food that they gave him. But let me tell you, if you're the one in the situation, you're crying out to God, God, help me. They've set something up for me to do and I can't participate in that. And the only way I'm going to win, the only way I'm going to survive, the only way I'm going to be able to do this is by your power, by your authority. we got to trust God. We've got to put our faith in Him, hold on to Him, and He'll get us through. You know, sometimes, I don't know if you do it, but sometimes... I don't even think about the greatness of God and how much He could help me in the situation I'm in. I just try my best to succeed or I try my best to do something. 
But I even had the, the Lord even told me on that, that I can lean, lean on him. I can trust in Jesus Christ. See, I'm only as strong as I am and I'm not very strong. But when I lean into him, he is powerful and he'll help me through those situations. And the situations matter to you because you're crying out to God. We need to fast and pray. I'm, I'm preaching to me. Fast and pray to overcome these things. But Daniel served God. He had to make hard choices. Sometimes in your life, you've got to make that decision of always doing what is right. Sometimes it's a hard decision. Sometimes it's not so easy. But it must, it might have looked like to him that he had to eat the food prepared for him. But he trusted God and spoke up. Sometimes you just got to speak up. He asked for different food and after a test, he received that food. And he didn't have to eat the food offered to idols. God helped him even with his diet. God helped him. You are living to please God, not people. Live right lives. Make right decisions. It, ain't, it isn't hard when you think about it. Live for him. Here's our scripture this morning. Romans 12 and 1. Offer your bodies to him as a living sacrifice, pure and pleasing. Who is the him this verse is talking about? God. Whose body in this verse are they talking about? Ours. What is the sacrifice? Something we give up. God does not want us to make animal sacrifices or to die for our sins. Instead, He wants us to be a living sacrifice for lead, by leading a life that is pure and pleasing to Him. So when life choices come to you, don't make the wrong ones. Say and think, what would God have me to do in this situation? What should I do right here? And determine in your heart that whatever it is, no matter how big or how small it may look to you, do what God has encouraged you or instructed you to do. Do it God's way. Have you ever tried that? You know what God's way is, but you thought, well, I'll just do it my way for a little while. We'll just see because I don't think it's so much different than God's way. God's way looks really hard. I'll just try my way. Have you ever tried that? It doesn't work too good. My way's not going to work for you, but I can stand up here this morning and tell you God's way will always win. God will always win. There isn't any competition or if you feel like, well, I've lost. I've lost or we've lost and the situation looks hopeless. No, it doesn't. You put your hope in God Almighty and you trust that you are simply human and that God can do great and wonderful things that will blow our mind. But the Holy Spirit lives in you. He helps you to stay strong in your decision to do what is right. So to decide today to live a clean life. You know what clean is, right? Living for Jesus Christ. Knowing that God will encourage us to do what is right. And we know what is wrong and we flee from what is wrong. Don't participate in it. Don't. But here is a note. Decide today to always do what is right. When you trust God for strength to do what is right, He always helps you to do what is right. Our help comes from the Lord. Praise God. I thought I fixed this clock this morning, but this thing, I fixed it on time and it is not working. But some people say, oh, it will be no problem. I can lead a clean life for God. I know what he wants me to do and I'll do it. They don't realize that they need God to help them. They think they can do it on their own. 
But to do anything well, we need God's help. He wants to help you. God helps you to lead a clean life. We should listen when someone gives us good, godly advice for our lives. Praise God. Asking God for help will save your life too. It will save you from being destroyed by sin. Asking God for help will help you lead a clean life. Exactly how does God help us? He tells us what to do, what to stay away from. He tells us to confess our sins when we do mess up. He says to listen and learn from the people over us. He says we need help and we need to ask for it. Ask God. I'm going to pray with you this morning. Have the closing prayer. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, you are the strength of my life. It is because of your spirit in me that I can choose to live a clean life. Help me to change areas in my life that aren't pleasing to you. I know that if I fall down, you will always be there to pick me up and give me a new start. Amen. And an ending note here. Trust God, even with your living right. Pray without ceasing. Pray about everything. Stand for what is right. Even if no one else around you is standing for what is right, God will help you. Decide today to always do what is right. Choose the right way of Jesus Christ. Let him lead you on the right way. He always helps you. You have to decide not to do wrong. It's a choice. Then you put that decision in God's hand and trust him to help you keep making the right decisions in every situation in your life. It seems like to me, once you make one bad decision, then bad decisions just keep coming. A bad decision, another bad decision, another bad decision. It just keeps getting worse and worse. But when you've put your mind, I I put my mind on doing right. I've put my mind on I'm going to find out from godly advisors, from those around me that love me. I'm going to find out what's the right way, and that's what I'm going to follow. I'm going to put my faith in Jesus Christ and follow him always.